Hello, welcome to the second season of the Leadership Outlook podcast. We've decided to introduce a new season per year. So this is the place where we talk about leadership and how to succeed as the leader in the digital work environment. I am Nadia Harris with Breno Oliveira. Today, we are meeting for the first time in the new year, so we'd like to wish you all the best and also chat about how we spent New Year's Eve and maybe also a bit um, concerning resolutions or rather solutions for the coming year. Let's get started. Hi, Breno. Hello, Nadia. Long time no speak, right? How did you spend your, your holidays break? What have you done? And by the way, Happy New Year. Hope you have uh, have had a good break and we're back to full uh, working uh, habitat. Yeah. Yes, Breno. Happy New Year to you too. Um, well, I mean, I must say it was a bit unusual because in normal circumstances, it was now the year when I would have gone to the States for Christmas and to spend it with my family, which didn't happen, obviously. Okay. Uh, and also in terms of New Year's Eve, That was actually my first year at home since 2014. I used to travel always, not to celebrate big, but um, to be in a different place um, each year. That was my aim. So I was quite unhappy and it was quite challenging to spend the time at home. What about you? Uh. So some people are uh, workaholic, but you are travelholic, right? So you kind of really needed that, right? I can understand that. I really did. I, I tried to talk myself into it is what it is, you know, you just, we have to tough it and so on. But then on the 31st in the morning, I thought, no, this is not really happening. I can't take it. But then I thought, okay, we just have to get it over with. And I, I had this feeling the whole day that I was waiting for something. But as a matter of fact, I was not waiting for anything because I made it until midnight, luckily. And then what? Well, today is the beginning of January. Has anything changed? Well, not really. <laughs> it really hasn't, right? Yeah, not yet, right? We are expecting that 2021 will bring a lot of change in terms of uh, not coming back to normal, but bringing back some of the freedom we used to have. And uh, I think we are all very much looking forward to seeing, uh, let's say, borders open, uh, the, the airports full of people and people going places and also enjoying themselves, uh, having some, let's say, summer break and also winter breaks. I think this is, this is very much what we are looking forward to seeing in, in the upcoming months. But, you know, the vaccine is here, so uh, let's hope for the best. And when it comes to yeah. champagne, did you manage to drink any champagne this year? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. How could I not drink champagne? I live thanks to it on occasions like New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> of course I did. So what I, what's your favorite, favorite champagne, by the way? Because actually I was looking for some champagne to buy with my wife, but uh, I miss that you are a champagne lover. So maybe I should have asked you in the first place. Oh, you should have done that. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, I'm my favorite champagne, actually. Okay. Oh, that's the big moment. <laughs> I'm going to admit it in public. Okay. My favorite champagne, and it has a good reason. It's the Veuve Clicquot Rosé Champagne. And why? Because of the story of the champagne itself. Okay. Because of the story of the pink champagne and because of the story behind the founder, which was um, actually Madame Clicquot. Okay. She was 
born in 1777, uh, passed away in 1866. But the thing is that she's called the Grand Dame of Champagne, the, the Grand Dame, right? And in French, uh, she was a French champagne producer. She was a widow. She uh, became a widow in a really early age. And under her ownership and her skill with wine, she really developed champagne and she started her own novel technique. So she was a really powerful woman. And because of that, I believe that this is my favorite champagne. So it's <laughs> not only I about taste, so right? It's also about history of the champagne itself, right? And the brand. It is. I, exactly. So um, I know I bought it for the first time a couple of years ago, actually in Vienna. And uh, because I really wanted to try the, the pink one, the rosé, right? And then um, I bought it just being ignorant. It was there. I always wanted to taste it. And mm -hmm. then... I checked out the story and I thought it was so inspiring that it kind of makes me feel so empowered because back in those days, it was really difficult for women to be meaningful, right? And to have a business and she did it. And until this day, so many years, right? Um, after that time, it, it's still one of the top champagnes in the world. Yeah, and I think that um, not only about it, right? I think you, France, have a lot of... Uh, um examples of strong women who have overcome a lot of challenges to i don't know promote their brands or to succeed and uh i think in the fashion world it's also um something that's notable isn't it oh don't start that topic no <laughs> <laughs> you love that right all right all right no, no i do we could be we would have to do a different episode i don't know if it's going to be it would be about leadership too actually because those are really powerful women you're right but i mean I think that uh, it would be a 24-hour long one, so maybe not today. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So tell me, Nadia, from your perspective, what happened in 2020? If you can somehow um, give some hints on the good things and the bad things, and yeah, if okay. you can do some recap of uh, 2020 uh, from your point of view. Oh, wow, okay. I'm going to be first then, but... Um you will be answering that question too, okay? Right, <laughs> That's right, really right, important. Right. We, have, we have different perspectives. So for me, 2020 was a year that uh, was an actually an amazing year, an amazing year professionally-wise. The fun thing is, uh, it's actually a bit pathetic and fun at the same time, is that I have decided to completely um, start big running my, my business, which is remoteworkadvocate.com, in the beginning of the year, uh, I launched it and I thought, okay, let's just give it a try. And then the pandemic hit in March and everybody said, hmm, you must have known. No, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. No. Just great timing, right? Just great timing. But great it was timing, not but scheduled. You, you, you didn't plan any virus, right? Just, just Yeah, no, of course know. I didn't. No, God, no. But I mean, I was doing this for a really long time already. Um, my consulting and working all around the world. But I didn't have my own brand because I didn't have time for it. And that hurt me so bad that I decided to do it. Um, yeah, and, and there is a lot to do, definitely. But um, it took off in 2020. Um, yeah, and, and that makes me really proud because I proved uh, a lot to myself. But actually, despite the fact that for me personally, it completely changed my lifestyle because the whole idea for me and remote work is the ability to design my life, my personal and professional life, the way I want it. Uh, and to be able to travel and do all the things that I love and also developing myself personally. 
and professionally working with companies all around the world. And here I still did the same thing, but I was locked up at home. So I didn't feel, I didn't feel too inspired. So that was tough. I feed myself with changing environments constantly. That didn't happen. But overall, I think that for me personally, it helped me to slow down. I actually mentioned it in the previous episode um, of our podcast, the last episode of the first season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to call it that way, Ted Lasso. Um, I said that I always thought that everything is a rat race, that in order to succeed, we have to run faster. And I always lived by that. And it made me really tired and burned out at some point, okay? <laughs> But I thought it was true. Anyway, in 2020, I understood that it's about um, with whom you run and where you're running, okay? Uh, so it's more about quality, appreciating the small things, and sometimes overcoming your fears. So in my case, not leaving the house, <laughs> okay? Yeah, exactly. And, and something that I would like to add on is that it's not only about whom right but also about when you run right because it's, it's not it's more of more like a marathon rather than a, a 100 uh, 100 meter sprint so exactly yeah, absolutely to save some energy sense. right for the final moments i mean the, the last kilometer or something like that so we, we need to know when to run yeah, yeah so definitely Breno. so so what about you yeah actually 2020 was uh, quite an inspiring year for me um We had the the idea of launching our podcast, the Leadership Outlook podcast, which was, a, which in my opinion, has been a massive success. <laughs> in mine we too. Reached around, uh, <laughs> we reached around uh, 500 listeners now. Um, and I hope that we'll be able to double it up next year or even further. Um, from a personal uh, standpoint, I learned how to split better my time. And um, I always had this concern um, that people were saying, oh, I'm spending so much time on a traffic jam. I'm spending so much time commuting. And I always had this question in my mind. What are you going to do with the remaining time of yours if you, if you have some extra time, right? And usually people don't know how to answer that question. So uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, I had to, to look for the answer myself. And um, we know that now we have so many constraints in terms of staying at home and what you're going to do with this time. Uh, I have two children, so um, I have things to do, but I need to invent to be more creative, to do some crafting. That's something that I'm not very good at and uh, learn how to uh, have some quality time. And I really like that. And from a professional standpoint, um, I would say that I, I managed to step up on my career. Uh, I'm leading a team of six people or hoping to, um, to increase the number of the team members. But of course, we're focused on quality. I'm very committed to the strategy of the, of the leaders around me. And I'm very, uh, let's say, happy to be, um, to be part of the team and uh, growing in a healthy and sustainable way, the team, right? So without losing the quality and making sure we get the best talent, talent uh, in the market, but of course, uh, focus on the internal growth. This kind of thing, I think these three points, right? The podcast, the personal life, the working, uh, say the career itself, they went quite well in 2020. Although I had some plans to go to Brazil, That's my, uh, my country of origin. And uh, I did not manage to go there because of the pandemic. So I miss my, my family there quite a lot. I wish that uh, this year we'll be able to, to go there and maybe stay for a little longer. 
within like then a couple of weeks, maybe months. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm very excited with the prospect of 2021. So we've got a lot of things to discuss. And uh, Nadia, let's just change a little bit and, and understand what we learned from 2020. What are the main takeaways from 2020 and what are the skills that you have acquired? Or if you don't, if you did not acquire any skill, maybe um, it does not need to be technical or, or skills themselves, but maybe something that you have learned that you can carry for uh, your career and in your personal life as well. Well, it's a tough question uh, for some, for sure, uh, I would say, uh, but definitely... I think it's responsibility uh, and resilience a lot because this year taught us, I have to go back to the story that I really like sharing. It's not a story, it's a thought, but I like sharing it because um, it's the illusion of um, having stable employment. I know that I was always a person that loved to be independent and uh, work with different businesses uh, in different areas to know that I have a stable flow of income one way or the other, okay? So if something happens, well, that's okay, I'm gonna be fine. And I know that people always looked at me and they said, okay, you know, but mm, you have so many responsibilities here and there. I really like uh, knowing that I am employed mm, with my company, I have stability, I know, I get paid regularly. And this year, 2020 actually taught all of us that the most stable industries in the world that we thought that they would be there forever, were unfortunately, what happened happened, okay? So people lost their jobs. So those that were thinking it's the most stable environment you can be in most possibly, collapsed. So this year taught us that we have to be responsible for ourselves. Living in an illusion that somebody else takes care of us, uh, and that's okay, right? They take care of us, we are just doing our job, and we feel the security. Well, it's an illusion sometimes, okay? <laughs> because we may be employees of a company, but we may not know what's going on behind the scenes, okay? But we feel it doesn't refer to us. And they say, you have your own business, so you have to take care of everything. You have to take care of clients, your content, your services, everything, everything, right? Uh, but here, this year taught us that everybody started being in the same shoes, right? If you were an employee, then um, you had... You, you actually were scared what may happen, whether you will lose your job, yes, no, what to do, where to go. So I think this past year pushed us to, to think about ourselves, about our skills, how we can monetize the skills we have. Because sometimes I know for a fact, because I work with different people as well, also from the HR perspective, that they said, okay, but I've been working here for all my life. Um, and I said, okay, so w what did you do at work? What, what are your responsibilities? Where, where's everything? It's even hard to tell. So everything means what? Okay. It's about being creative, right? Exactly. Also being creative. Maybe what you do in your in your company, something that you can monetize yourself uh, or create some framework. I don't know. I, I just couldn't agree with you more. It's like about uh, diversifying, right? In the financial uh, world, right? You never put 
all of your eggs in one basket, right? So we need to diversify, you know, what, what you are saying resonates quite a lot with my uh, with my own thinking, right? We need to diversify to be uh, safer. And even people who were diversified, they were hit by the pandemic, right? Because we, we all were uh, at some point and uh, uh, from some side, so to speak, but yeah. Yeah, but you know, but, but it showed us really that, and there's also an amazing, another thing, I know I'm jumping with thoughts, but I have so much to say, but there's also another thing that um, having a position, like a management position or being someone in certain shoes, okay, to saying here, I'm the CEO, I'm so successful. Everything that we see in social media, how people promote themselves, who they are, what they've reached, it turned out in 2020 that behind the scenes, it's totally different, okay? You see all these nice pictures, different companies publishing this and that. Retail was hit so bad. We, you just talked about fashion briefly in the beginning. There are so many stores in the States that I loved um, very much personally. And then they had the clothes. One of them, and I have to say it now, was the legendary Century 21 store next to the World Trade Center in New York. It was a store with tradition and they had to close last year in 2020 because they didn't make it. And, and, that, and that's really bad. That, that you can even, you may know what I'm talking about, but if you see the videos um, um, and all, everything that, was, um, that happened on 9-11, well, Century 21 was right next to it. So pretty much in every video you can see it, right? So e even this one, and, and it's terrible. But then on the other hand, um, we kind of got back to the stage where we have to think, what do we do to survive? That sometimes the very small, simple things that we've neglected completely, they start being meaningful. And I've spoken to so many people who told me, okay, well, I had to, I, I was fired, right? I had to leave my company, but I started doing something instead. And it's tough. It's dramatic. It's difficult. And oh, if we have our whole family around us and 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 we need to feed our children. It's it's a dramatic experience, okay? But the thing is that if you don't step ahead, okay, and and take your faith in your own hands, nobody will do it for you. So you can give up and that's it. Or you can get out of your comfort zone. And that was a massive experience in 2020 in my opinion. What do you think? Well, I think what I have really learned is about uh humility. I think um, twenty twenty brought us into uh, um, into a zone that we needed to step up uh, and step out from our comfort zone. Uh, I have a couple of examples. Uh, one of them, uh, people need to be humble, more humble, right? Um, previously, we were, we were looking at hierarchy in a different way as we look now. Right? Exactly, we look yes. now um, more like a responsibility, extra responsibility that's usually based up on your skills and your experience. Uh, previously, it was like more uh, some something more stiff, and it it was like let's say a hard wall. And I will, I will back up my my thought with some example. Um, let's say if you had a um, CFO, CTO, uh, sitting in uh, in his or her office in the company, in the office, right? They're coming every day. They're coming in. They they were taking their meetings. They were meeting people outside the building or inside the building. So they they had this type of comfort zone. Myself included, right? I could I could go to the meeting room. I could uh, expect something to people who were going to my 
to my desk and etc and uh, when we needed to shift from this let's say office based environment into the remote working environment more like home based environment at the moment um, we need to be humble we all made mistakes at the beginning we all did we could not be um, let's say we could not be specialists at the beginning we were all making mistakes and we need to put like uh, humility at the top of our game at the very top because people had noise in the background they have children shouting it didn't matter if it was like cto ceo cfo they had noises and they need to say sorry sometimes they're speaking for for minutes until someone says you are on mute or someone who had like the microphone on their uh, on their heads, right? And they forgot to put it down. And I think that this this kind of um, taught me quite a lot in terms of uh, being more humble and, and understanding like, look, we all make mistakes. And especially in these crucial moments, we need to remember what we have learned of that, right? Yeah, and we've become more dramatic. human. And we've become more human, right? That we, yeah, right, we kind of lived in our houses with everybody right <laughs> because yeah exactly we, we we welcomed everybody into our homes right yeah. because we needed to we had no other options right and then people knew that if you're rebuilding something in your house you will hear it if you have children you will know that and if, yes. and if, if i have a cat you will see it yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> it was pretty much how, how 2021 could be summarized and uh also what what i have learned that's quite important is also uh, it's very much connected with you said at the beginning right uh diversifying your game uh it does not need to be in the corporate world or how you make your money or your income but also how you learn things right you need to diversify diversify your skill sets right like you and I, we had to learn how to create a podcast. We need to learn how to how to publish it. What's the best time, and how to edit it, and uh, all of these things, and how to make the better setup, right? Yeah. And how to create a good setup for us. So, um, I mean, and we understood that at the beginning we were kind of trying to script our 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 episodes to so so we can have something more structured. But then we learned that uh, speaking up our minds is the best way to, to do that. So we can also invite uh, more guests. And we also had a great opportunity to speak with two amazing guests that um, that gave a lot of value to our oh, podcast. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty much what I learned. And let's jump a little bit to the expectations for 2021. Nadia, do you expect anything from 2021? Uh, I expect myself to bring into life what I've learned in 2020. Because, you know, <laughs> I hate these New Year's resolutions. Ah, You know, it's always a good time to change yourself. It, it doesn't have to be January 1st, quite honestly. Um. What I expect from the year, I would um, change and I would say, what do I expect from myself? Okay, because mm -hmm. 2020 forced us into some things and we, in our human nature, uh, we tend to be forgetful a lot. We adapt to situations, but then when things we change, forget, we and forget. Then, and then later we just don't even remember, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, so I would hope and I expect that everything that we've learned, for example, I made so many meaningful connections with people from all around the world. We really exchange um, emails, messages. We follow one another in social media. It's amazing. And I really hope that these, these bonds, they will stay, that we won't jump into this rat race again, but we will just focus on um, really 
implementing things that we've learned, understanding ourselves better, focusing on quality over quantity, over running, definitely. And um, also things that are meaningful. What I personally expect in, from 2021, if I'm talking about um, the general approach and the whole year, I see a massive transformation in businesses in terms of their purpose. It used to be like that uh, a long, long time ago that there was a demand for many things. So businesses just were established and they were operating. But now what we need, we have some true values. For example, <laughs> there is the mission to save the earth. There is the mission to cut down on plastic, right? There is the mission to exactly to cut down on emissions. There is um, a mission in terms of uh, Black Lives Matter. There is a mission in terms of diversity. Those are things that I believe somehow have also um, have also appeared in 2020 to all of us. It's touched all of us, literally. So I believe that in 2021, all the businesses will start focusing on the true worth uh, and true value of um, the human nature, life, um, quality, our planet, all these things. Um, and I see it's not only a trend, Uh, because I see that many companies are already being built based on that. And I see um, how many and countries are yeah. already investing on that, right? Yes. Taking advantage of some new fresh money to make a fresh start for some of the important initiatives that are need to have in place, right? Exactly. And I think this is what we should focus on. We The, the rat race concerning position in the society, who you are by title And uh, what I've achieved, how much money I made, it means nothing towards true quality and the resources that um, unfortunately in some time, probably not in our life, I hope so at least, we won't be able to replace with money, okay? Uh, and I think that um, we, should be, we should be definitely fostering this, um, this well, this, this truth <laughs> that is starting to touch all of us with the help of um, the digital work era. That's what I hope for. Um, from my perspective, I would expect that 2021 would be um, a year in which we can exercise more of our freedom in terms of movement. So uh, we are able to go around, can go places and can also um, meet more people, right? And and do those gatherings that you we are used to because we are like, say social animals we need to do that and um with that oh for me that for me that was a no-brainer that's why i yeah, <laughs> never mentioned that yeah, i need to get out desperately yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but but I, i think it's worth mentioning just so um yeah. so have this recorded here um i would say that this is quite important for me to uh to get back to the world and, and go around and also visit some countries that uh they have my um You're on, on my bucket list. Okay. All right. And tell me, Breno, and, and what's the, what's the, what, what are the goals for a podcast? Because that's something that we haven't mentioned yet, but uh, yeah, we have for something the, for in our mind. Podcast, uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 of course we do have, right? <laughs> um, we would like to reach like at least 1,000 and a half listeners for uh, the next year. Uh, we have like 500-ish now. Uh, we would like to promote a little bit better our podcast so we can make this podcast reach uh, the the right audience that, that we are aiming to, that is um, leaders and people who want to become better leaders in whatever they do. They don't need to be managers, they need to be people. 
Yeah. So I think this is also something very important to mention. And uh, of course, the third thing that I expect, we expect from our podcast would be to invite more uh, people over and have more conversations with them. I know I enjoy very much talking with you, Nadia. We could talk for hours, but I think that inviting some guests are really important for our podcast. And I had agreed that already. So I, I do believe that these three pillars for 2021 for our podcast will we keep our audience engaged and uh, interested on our content. Yes. So now a spoiler. Um, some of those guests are already invited. <laughs> okay. So stay tuned. The first guest is going to appear in our second episode of the second season <laughs> on the 15th of January 2021. So guys, stay tuned. Make sure to share your opinion, what you like, maybe what you dislike. Make sure to feedback us and enjoy. Thank you so much. Happy 2021. Thank you. Happy 2021. All the best.